0: stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi dot com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. The podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The operator. I have a collect call from... Motherfucker, you know who this is. ...who is an inmate in a state prison. To deny charges, hang up now. To accept charges, press 5 now. Who is this? I said you know who this is, you dumb motherfucker, man. I've been trying to call you for three and a half hours. Where the fuck you been, man? Yo, Bizarro, Steph? Yeah, motherfucker. Yo, I'm locked up, man. They got me locked up in Tucson. What the what the, what the, the hell are you doing in Tucson? Man, they kicked me off that bullshit-ass plane, man. Uh, well, what, what are you calling me for? Look, motherfucker, I told you they kicked me off the motherfucking plane. All right? I'm trying to catch this greyhound out to Cleveland for the next game. They got me fucked up out here. I mean, here, what? What you want to do? Now, now, hey, motherfucker. Hey, hey, look here, man. I'm looking for a bologna sandwich, motherfucker. Say what? Say what you want. What you. Hey, motherfucker. No. Who's this? This G Monetti, man. Hey, hey, look here, man. I heard you was talking all that old bullshit on the phone, Monetti. You got your little, this little ugly motherfucker rapper port. Hey, man, get off my, you motherfucker on my dick. I'm mean, I, motherfucker. I need to get bailed out. When do y'all motherfuckers need to send me $2,100 money order to get me the fuck out of jail? I was on the plane, playing little CeeLo. Coach Conn trying all that old bullshit, I said, look, motherfucker, I ain't no clipboard, motherfucker, you know what I mean? You want to try some of that karate shit with me, we can land this motherfucker. So they landed the motherfucker, said, Steph, you got to get off the plane. I said, Well, motherfucker, ain't no thing. So I no. me a link. Hold the fuck up. How the fuck you get locked down? Look, I told you I was in Tucson. I pulled over, got me a couple of beers, running me a motherfucking town car, Lincoln town car. I had a tail light was out, cops pulled me over, I said look motherfucker you know who I am, I gotta get to Cleveland for shoot around or they're gonna find me, ain't the first time they find me but I don't like paying that shit, you know what I mean, I got out the car try to get this motherfucker game warrant kicked, the motherfucker pull out the tease gun, I'm on the ground like oh shit, like what the fuck y'all trying to do, Jeff, you a fool, man. Yeah. You a fool. Oh, hold up, hold up. Hey, I, got, I, need to, I, need to, I need, like, a public service or something, like a lawyer. Y'all got no motherfucking
0: lawyers there? Yeah, listen, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to— Where can you, like, find somebody to text me the information to get you bailed out? I don't I don't want you to miss the game and get in any trouble, but I thought you would have had a— minute.
2: look. stop that double-talk shit, motherfucker. Just send me the money, all right? I got to go, man. This call's about to, to cut off.
0: Hello? Hello? This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast. podcast. Live. Live. Live! Get down with Rappaport.
2: Yes, I am. Down with rapper Yes, I am. Down with rapper Yes, I am. Down with rapper Yes, I am. You better tune in. I am rappaport.com. Cause every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a season vet with true town. Catch him on his
0: way to CrossFit. rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track, cause he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting
2: for the Robert the Niro, Niro line of, of the, the week. week. Breakfast of champions, hosted bagel cream cheese and lock. This is I am rapperport. The show never stops. We might catch him out. Public stretching his knees, but if you
0: don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the I Am Rappaport
1: podcast.
0: This is it. This is it. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming live and direct from the new Gloom Tomb in Los Angeles, California. Uh, we do it, uh. My name is Michael Rapport. They call me the gringo man, Dingo. Uh, some people just call me Dingo. Some people call me White Mike. So, some people call me uh, White Folk. Some people call me Mr. White Folks, etc., etc., etc. I'm in here with my partner, the 2015 podcast co-host of the year, Mr. Moody, Mr. That's Gerald correct. Moody. Uh, yeah. How you feeling, my friend?
1: I'm good, man, but uh, I'm not your partner, my friend.
0: Ha! Ah. <laughs> ah, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. You know,
1: hey, did, we, 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 we're in a different climate now, so, you know, things are different. You can't say certain things.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha, you. Got you, brother. Gotcha. Okay. Um, first of all, we, we have to announce, we, we've talked about it, and we asked for it, and we actually got it. We said we wanted to go platinum in the month of May. We felt it was coming. And lo and behold, the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast has officially went platinum during the month of May. So,
1: absolutely.
0: Well, I mean, how does it feel, Mr. Moody? And what we say what we mean by going platinum is that we have we have had over 1.2 million listeners Listen to all the podcasts in the month of May 2016. We went platinum. That means we went platinum on that ass. And as we said, we are throwing a platinum party for the fans. Now, I don't know if we're going to do one in L.A., one in New York, or one in L.A. and one in New York. We just went platinum within the last 24 hours. We just found out about this. We've been popping champagne and popping bottles Of Snapple, ha ha ha, ha (laughs) ha ha, um, and we're we're just sort of planning it, but we are going to do it. Um, uh, we're figuring it out, but I sincerely, all the people that are listening to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, I I I can't tell you how much the support continues to mean to us. Um, I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for uh, Mr. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty. Um. Uh, the producers, Jordan Winter and Miles Davis, who's, that's his real name, and he's also Chinese. Um, and, and and I don't know what to say. We're, we're, we're a ragtag group, but and we started from the bottom, and now we're actually fucking here. So that's right. the, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is officially platinum. H- how does it feel, Moody? Like, I mean, did you walk around with your, your chest sort of poked out today? Yeah, man. It feels really,
1: really uh, good. Uh, we have tapped into a sentiment around the world, and it resonated, and the comedy is uh, uh, top-notch. So, of course, we
0: get that. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, because I know we've been working diligently to continue to push the podcast. And, and Platinum, for the month of May, is, is the first goal we reached. Our next, i say six to nine months, or I'd probably say six to nine months to a year month, is to be... Platinum every fucking week on that ass, okay? Because other right. podcasts do it, and and if they could do it, no disrespect, then we can do it as well. And again, we we sincerely appreciate all the fans and and, and the reviews, and the tweets, and the facebooks, and the instagrams, and, the and all yeah. that
1: shit. We love it, and all the art. We yeah, love, we love it. the
0: art, all the art, all all the all the entire rapper pack, all the representatives all around the world, and of course in the United States. It all means the world to us. So, so sincerely, uh, shit. I don't even know. You know, we we really mean, we really mean what we say when we appreciate it. All right. So to, before we get into anything in this Iron Rap Porsaria podcast, the first thing we we have to talk about is the great angel, the one and only, the beautiful person, the beautiful uh, the beautiful man, Muhammad Ali. Yes who, as everyone knows, uh, passed away this weekend. Um, I, I'll start in on this. You know, for me, Muhammad Ali has been a part of my life since I can remember. Um, mm-hmm. My father always talked about Muhammad Ali as far as I can remember. Um, he, he he was fortunate enough to, to to make his way to the training um the open training sessions in, I believe it was 1971, when um, Muhammad Ali was training for the first uh, Joe Frazier fight in Madison Square Garden. And he, he went to that one of those training sessions. They were open to, you know, they weren't open to the general public, but, you know, if you knew somebody who knew somebody in New York, you could go there. And there were sports reporters there and broadcasters and celebrities. And and, I, and, and my father, in, after the training session, uh, ab- amongst a whole bunch of people, wind up getting his photograph taken with Muhammad Ali, and and that photo has been in in my life forever, and 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 any like anybody in the 60s and the 70s. I was born in 1970. Muhammad Ali was he just was a fixture, and that dude, he was he wasn't even that. He was beyond. There's not even any enough adjectives to describe how important and influential he was. But my yeah. father has this photo with, with Ali, uh, Disco Dave Rappaport. And, and, and you know, then I would watch the fights on ABC. And, you know, he took me to, to, to the, the pay-per-view fights. Um, my father, I remember, took me to see one uh, of Ali's last fights, Brutal Fight versus Larry Holmes at Radio City Music Hall. And I remember being at that fight. You know, and, and 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 I hated. I always remember when that Sports Illustrated cover came out with Ali with the with the mustache, and I was like, it just looked weird to me, and it didn't look like him. He was a little bit overweight, and even as a kid, I always felt like, wow, he didn't look like himself. And and during that Muhammad Ali fight uh, with Larry Holmes, at the end of the fight, when 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 you know I knew it was over, my father started walking me out before they stopped it. My father hated seeing Muhammad Ali get beat up. And, and, and I remember, you know, crying as he walked me out. Like it was as if Superman, like my, my biggest hero, like was defeated. And, and my father was like, we got to go. I was like, I don't want to go. And I remember walking up the alley with him holding my hand, ushering me out of the, uh, out of the building to, to get out of there early during that fight. And, and, um, I mean, I, I mean, what, what can I say about, about him that, that, that hasn't been said, you know, my, my first son's middle name is Ali, um, He inspired, forget the athletes, just people and hip-hop and and, and just, I think, people in general to be more comfortable speaking their mind. And, and, you know, in this day and age with all the chest-thumping and I'm this and I'm that and, you know, all the the shit-talking that goes on, no one did it like Ali did it because I think one of the things that was so special about, about Muhammad Ali was that he was in on the joke. Like, he knew how outrageous it was for him to be saying he was the greatest. He obviously believed it, but there was sort of a tongue-in-cheek quality about him. Like, he knew how humorous it was the exchanges between him and Howard Cosell were. Um, and there was like a childlike quality about him, you know? And, and I, I mean, I, I have to say... You know, I, I, I've, I, it's weird. I, I've thought about Muhammad Ali passing for a long time uh, because of him suffering, and I thought about it because I knew that it, for me personally, that it would it would affect me. I knew it would be upsetting because because I just know, like, for so many people, you, you know, you have this relationship with this person although you don't know them, and I think right. when you've touched so many people, you 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 have this personal bond with them. It's weird, even though you don't know them. It's like mm-hmm. you 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 feel like you have taken ownership, like somehow or another, he's yours. He's okay, you know. And I don't know. It's just it's sad to see see him go. But I, I you know, I mean, it's a testament to how strong he was that he was able to live and 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 endure the physical, uh, the grueling physical pain that he went through. That I know a lot of it was kept private, and the struggling, and to be silenced for so long. Someone who had so much to say who, to be silenced for so long. Um, it's just, it's just, it, he just says so much. And, and, you know, I've rewatched, there's so many great movies about Muhammad Ali. Of course, When We Were Kings, uh, The Thrill in Manila, which really focuses on, uh, a lot on Joe Frazier and, and, and how he felt about, about being sort of, you know, bullied and taunted by Ali. Um, I, I, there's a newer movie called I Am Ali. Um, there's a six hour documentary called, um, Ali the whole story which which a lot of his uh, there's this w- one of his ex-wives talks uh you know uh in, in it a lot and very very candidly you know as great mm-hmm. as he was he 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 wasn't perfect you know he 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 you know he did he, the ladies loved him and he loved the ladies and i remember when uh when i would school around i was like listen if the greatest of all time is going to fuck up you know i can too <laughs> <laughs> and, and, right. and 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 I mean, there's just so much material on him. This this writer, Thomas Hauser, wrote the book, uh, "The King of the World." And 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 the thing about is about him is that I find fascinating. It's like it never gets boring. It never got old. There's so many films, so many articles, so many stories written about him, and each one is, is compelling as compelling as as the next one. And and you know the story, you know the outcome. You've heard it a hundred thousand times. And it, and it never got boring. It never got old. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I think, on the podcast, we talked about an article, the last article before he passed, in, uh, about Muhammad Ali and Sports Illustrated. Uh, they talked about him now and how he was doing. And and they talked about, like, when he would go places, he would literally, people would be brought to tears. People, because they just had such a visceral, emotional reaction to him, he meant so much to so many people, and of course, I don't know. I mean, I, I I wanted to just get that off off my chest, you know, and 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 see what you what you wanted to say about about the champ.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I mean, it's 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 special for for especially for Black Americans. Um, it's not about boxing, you know. I I heard uh a lot of cats talking about on um on ESPN. Um, they were talking about uh you know he was a he's a great boxer and 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 this and that but it's not about boxing for us it's about uh the fact that this guy stood up for right. himself and stood up for the common black person now when i say black person i mean we're talking about the mid 60s we're talking about that time so this guy took a stand and said how you expect me to be so patriotic and so down with my country and they what's going on in the country is they they uh, the cops are, uh, are sicking dogs on 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 black people and they're uh, putting water hoses on black people so he we look at that as him not going as heroic people. Look at that as a bad thing, Right. what I heard on ESPN. But for black America to be in that time in the 60s and have that happening and have Muhammad Ali standing up and say, listen, you want me to go all the way over here and fight these other people and everything, but look how you're treating the black people here. Right. So we look at that as being brave. Other people look at that
0: as being, "Oh, he's a coward. He's a he's a draft dodger." But
1: is he really?
0: He isn't. And he wasn't the only one. You know, it's like I listen. I I, I totally, totally, you know, I hear you, you know, I, I, I hear you. I mean, and I think about like in the sixties, imagine if someone, like imagine if Steph Curry or LeBron James was as outspoken as he is now, people would trip out. Imagine this in the sixties. And you got to remember, it's like boxing is in the toilets right now. But at the time being the heavyweight champion of the world was the, the most heralded, Thing to be in sports of all of the, the the heavyweight champion was like the president, if you were the heavyweight champion, it was the biggest fucking deal. Boxing yeah. was a, a, a mainstream sport now it's like a shithole, but back right. then it was it was a mainstream sport and this is the the heavyweight champion in the world doing this at a time when when race relations were 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 were, were horrible so yeah it, it it made no sense for you to be so patriotic.
1: And look how they're doing us here, right? So, so, so for a guy to uh, uh, forego his career and for uh, forego all the money, that shows you what type of person he is. It ain't about boxing. It ain't about sport. Yeah, he's beyond that. that. He's beyond it's that. that. It's 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 that having the courage to stand up and say, "Listen, you treat nuts like crap, and you want us to go over there and fight? No, we're not going to do it." Right. And 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 I see that as uh, heroic and brave.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree, I agree. I mean, it's just uh, he was a magical, magical person, uh, a one of a kind. And I mean, like I said, it's, everything's been said about him. I know everybody has their their personal feelings and and relationship to this person, and um, it's everything. Everything is is well deserved, and yeah. it was a sad day. But you know as well as he was dealing with that Health stuff you know I, I, I'm Sure he's resting in in, in peace And um, You know this is a I don't know What the fuck is going on 2016 has been Devastating so many People <clears throat> And to find out Kimbo Slice uh, <clears throat> Who if you Don't know him he's such a great story Started as a Backyard brawler, street fighter, made his way all the way up to the proper professional UFC. Was on, uh, you know, the reality show on UFC. He 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 passed. Uh, just it was announced just 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 a couple hours ago. So uh, I mean, we, we, we talked about him on the on the show here. We talked about him. Uh, we we you know we made we made jokes about him being like our uh, roving reporter or him being a TMZ reporter and you know I never got to meet him I, I said I wanted to meet him I never ever got to meet him I, I always was fascinated by his story he just seemed like he was such a interesting dude and I know he sort of portrayed this character of Kimbo Slice and obviously that shit was real but from what I heard Brendan Schaub fighter and the kid we were just talking about him says a great guy family guy And just the hard-working dudes trying to, you know, make a come-up. And and that story of being, you know, a backyard brawler for cash money. um, And then going all the way to the UFC to me is is a true only-in-America type of story. Um, So, just, that's devastating. Shocking. And I know he was a family dude and has kids. Ah, man. So, anyway... Just rest rest in peace, Kimbo Slice. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Monetti, there's a guy in the Bronx in your neck of the woods that, that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm probably not pronouncing his name uh, right um, but he deserves all the respect in the world. I think it's Mamadou Diallo. Oh, my man. This guy is accused of murder after killing a would-be... A, a, a guy trying to rape his wife. Right. This gentleman, this hero in the Bronx got a phone call from his wife saying, you know... uh uh, he, he, I'm getting uh, he, he, This guy tried to rape me he, He's leaving uh, and he, he 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 ran home Yeah. He got himself a nice tire jack He caught he this cocksucker He what? <laughs> he's a cab driver So the, the tire iron is in the trunk Oh so yeah I the tire iron ain't nothing uh, and I imagine he, he went he, in the trunk He went in the trunk tire iron. He caught this cocksucker And killed this motherfucker
1: Yes, yeah, beat his ass in the elevator.
0: Beat his ass in the elevator. This guy was in the in the stairwell of his building with with his shirt off, sweating like a dog, like a fucking animal, and and the woman's husband caught him and killed this fucking guy. Now, listen, I'm not celebrating this kinds of violence and death. Obviously, somebody's somebody's life was lost, but 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 you know, it's like when you're put in that kind of situation, you always wish, you know, like if somebody did something to my, my daughter. What would I do if somebody did something to my kids or my mom or my father or my loved ones? What would you do? Well, this gentleman he did it, and now he's fighting for his life on, on chasing uh, on a manslaughter rap.
1: He he yo, he deserves a fucking be,
0: statue. This guy,
1: yo, he's gonna be uh exonerated, and um, everybody can uh 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 sympathize. Yo, when your wife or your daughter or your family member is getting attacked. And Money hit, this, hit his wife with a chair and ripped her clothes off. So she managed to fight this cat. These are brave people. She managed to fight this cat, and then she got him off, and she called her man, and Money had the, the tire iron in the trunk and and, and came to the, to the to the door and saw this dude with no shirt, Yo. No charges. This is what you're supposed to do as a man. Yes. If anybody attacks your wife or your daughter, you whoop their ass and he died as a result.
0: So what? Right. What were we going to do? Lock him up and keep him in prison for the rest of his life? Or maybe he gets in jail for five years, comes back out and rapes somebody else? I want this guy to get a fucking statue in the Bronx, like a, a, a life-size statue. Maybe, fuck a life-size statue. He should get like a 30-foot statue right in the Bronx. And I would Word. also like you to try to track him down. And we offer to take this gentleman out for a, a, a meal and, 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 and maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, like a, a, a day off from work. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Give him some, uh, some African food, man. Just have two days off.
0: Yeah, this this guy deserves a promotion. He deserves his own cab company. And and if I were him, I would try to get a sponsorship by by a tire jack company. Because uh, oh. you know, if, if anybody, Goodyear, you know, if anybody, if anybody, yeah, if anybody deserves to be the spokesperson for for Goodyear tire tire supplies, this guy knows how to work a tire jack.
1: Exactly, he saved the honor of his family.
0: And the person who he killed. Is is is, is a, a two or three time loser? This cocksucker's been in and out of jail, so yeah. I'm sorry that he had to die. But but listen, that's what ha- you're a rapist. So it better I'm that not sorry, yeah, it better better that happened than you because rapists, you know, in jail, that's when they take out the Wonder Bread bags. That's when the guys <laughs> take out the Wonder Bread bags. And and if you yeah. don't know what I'm saying, uh, if if you want to know how they practice safe sex in, in the prisons, uh, there's no condoms. They use Wonder Bread bags. Um, Absolutely. So, so let me ask you a question, Moody. So, it, it comes out uh, now that um, Odell Beckham, mm. the great New York City Giants wide receiver, Odell Beckham, O-D-B, that's what they call him, said uh-huh. two of the best uh, first seasons as, as an NFL wide receiver, is dating Khloe Kardashian. Oh, shit. Were What? Uh, I'm nervous about this fucking guy. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but every single man, every single athlete, these are just the athletes that has dealt with these girls. As soon as they're finished with them, their career did, went down the track, went down the toilets. Do the math. Yeah. Do the knowledge. I'm not saying fact check, but I'm not saying not fact check. Reggie Bush, he had Kim Kardashian and then his career went away. Miles Austin, yeah. he had yeah. Kim Kardashian, huh? Eh? Out of the league. Chris, Chris Humphreys, I mean, he's fighting for his life in the league. But even, even though he's made himself into a, a good role player in the NBA, he's ridiculed everywhere he goes. Lamar Odom, we don't need to speak on that. Rashad McCants ended his career. Uh, Derek Ward ended his career. Matt Kemp wow. got traded, got injured, all that. James Harden? Fucking look what happened to the Houston Rockets this year. The the, the Chick Kendall, she dated some guy, Julian Brooks. He's done. Jordan Clarkson's dating one of them now from the Lakers. God only knows where he'll end up. ODB, do yourself a favor. End this shit now while you you have two strong knees, strong, strong ankles are working, your mind is right. Your hair, as, as obnoxious as I think it is, it, it's all part of the package. This is what you call a groupie. You you must know at least two or three people, uh, uh, ODB, that have been with Net, your now girlfriend. I'm I'm telling you, why are you, you live in New York City? You're a star receiver in New York City for the New York Giants. There's beautiful women all over the place. I'm just saying, watch your step. Watch your step, my friend. Be careful. Be very, very, very careful.
1: But 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 listen to what she said. Her quotation is after uh the divorce is over, she's gonna um go around and fuck everybody. She said she's gonna drink and fuck everybody. But I, I'm I'm saying like She said that? No. Yeah, that's that's a quotation. Seacrest sets all this shit up. He's getting ready for the new season. You need new black blood. Uh. Because she's already cuckoo for Coco Cock. Mm, so, say it again. So so who's the who's the uh, uh the big fish right now? It's Odell, right? I'm I'm starting to think my man fucking Seacrest might feel blood, yo.
0: Like a, like a, like what do you I, mean? Like a gangbanger?
1: I think see, I think Seacrest has gang ties,
0: man. Uh, you think he's, <laughs> he's like a fucking, he's like the Don Corleone. He He's he's pulling the strings, the puppet strings. Look, look what he did
1: to, uh, uh,
0: Yeah, man. She they divorced him twice. Name, she right. Not only did she divorce him once, then she turned around and then divorced him twice.
1: Right. People look at this motherfucker, uh, Seacrest, as like some, uh, Oh, uh, 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 pure Opie Cunningham, motherfucker. This is a blood. Yeah, I hear he, you. He, he 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 fucked up Lammy. Lammy is on crack.
0: Damn. Again. Ah, he should have been playing ball. He could have been in the NBA finals and shit, man. We told him to go to China with Steph.
1: Steph is from Coney Island. Steph's got a statue.
0: Steph's got a stamp.
1: Steph's got a museum. He would never get that in Queens or Brooklyn, but it don't matter.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very it's very discouraging. It, it, it's very upsetting, um, which brings me to my next my next topic that I, I wanted to hear you chime in on. Okay. I, I'm only bringing this up because I'm going to give this 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 guy. I'm going to name check him because he, he deserves to be name checked because I don't think he's qualified to have his job. Some okay. fucking guy, some, some music critic, and I say and I say music critic with quotations and a lot of sarcasm. Uh, this guy named David Turner, who oh. I don't know who he is. I never heard of him. I'll probably never hear from him again. This was his his, his, his smartest thing. Uh, apparently, he's into yoga and, 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 and all that. And I'm going to let you know right now, David Turner, because I know you're listening to the Iron Rap Poor Stereo podcast because you, you're going to feel the wrath. Your yoga War. game ain't dope, Duke. Your yeah. downward dog style is not buckwall, my man. Alright? I'm about that yoga life. You ain't mm-hmm. shit. Your namaste ain't shit. Alright? Your salutations right. ain't shit. And your writing no. and, and the fact that you're a music critic is is shameful. This War. guy wrote an article about listening to, to De La Soul for the first time ever. Ever. First of all, how do you get a job? As a music critic, after never hearing anything from De La Soul, that's like saying you, you have a job as a movie critic and you never saw an Al Pacino movie. It <laughs> were. He's a black hipster, which is, which is ridiculous. And he went on to review De La Soul and talk greasy about the entire album and shit on it. And, and at the end, right. he said De La Sola is no major laser. First of all, I don't know who the fuck Major Laser is. I know, I think it's what? some conglomerate or whatever. Yo, whoever Major Laser is. He's fucking wet. Who the fuck is Major Laser? See, that's that, that, that uh, uh, abbreviation new shit. Yo, let me tell you something. This guy, David Turner, he shitted on. He shitted on the whole album like it was some whack-ass shit. And then he's talking exactly. about and then he's talking about in the, in the article he loves Tribe Called Quest. You don't love shit, Duke. The yeah, fuck is yeah. you talking about? You, you don't know anything about... Tri- and, and then he says something about Q-Tip. His voice is so calming. As He might not have ever heard of q How do you... What are you talking about? Because if you don't or, like De La Soul, you don't like native tongues. If you don't like native tongues, you don't like yourself. I mean, that's your rep. These guys... Think about think about the arrogance to have a motherfucker critique
1: a, a golden age era classic album, right? And who who obviously has no
0: you know this motherfucker don't know anything about hip hop, and he just he just pans it. And 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 this is this to me was a ploy to get attention. Well, you got attention, money, and yo, I'm telling you, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should Whoa. be ashamed of yourself. And you're talking about a tribe called quest? What the fuck are you talking about? This one right. and the same. De La Tribe, Native Tongues. Oh, it's all one and the same. Beat Nuts, Jungle Brothers. It's all one and the same. You, 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 he said, perhaps I'll listen to De La Soul another time someday. Muff, don't listen to it. Nobody yeah. wants you to listen to it. Keep listening to the whack shit you're listening to. You'll be out of business. You're not doing nothing in the music business. You're not no fucking, you're not no important music critic. You played yourself. And, and you, you really, you have, you have no, you, there's nothing good about three feet high and rising. Get the fuck out of here, man. You sound Allure. stupid, man. Yeah. sounds sound stupid, man. You, you, yes. know, you sound crazy. He's talking about yoga. Fuck your yoga, Duke. My hot yoga game is crazy. i I know how you get down i see your yoga out there you see me right you see i get up six in the morning i do my yoga i'm in there sweating and all that shit uh my warrior two pose. fuck this dude man whack-ass dude i i want to make sure oh mtv mtv hasn't been involved with music or the music world i'm surprised first of all you you could be a music critic and not get paid just, just so you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really let you know. This guy, this quote-unquote music critic, he might, might get, might get a few bucks to write a review, but he ain't making a living <coughs> off of doing that shit. So you're not fooling anyone, okay? You
1: know, he's a, he's a music critic, but he doesn't know. He wasn't born. He said it. He wasn't born when this shit came out. So MTV, why are you summoning this fucking guy?
0: That's like he's sitting there and listening to... I'm going to listen to a Jimi Hendrix album shitting on Jimi Hendrix. Or... What? are you talking about? You sound dumb. You sound stupid. And he's prideful that he doesn't like this shit. Fuck you, David Turner. Yeah, fuck you, David Pern. You know what, David Turner? You get a wigger, please. Yeah, suck it. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast... It's sponsored by Casper Mattress, an obsessively engineered mattress at a a shockingly fair price. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. You can try a Casper mattress for 100 nights, risk-free, in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. It's made in America. Buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Go to Casper.com, C-A-S-P-E-R.com, forward slash Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, Use the promo code RAPAPORT. You get $50 off any mattress. Terms and conditions apply. My entire new house, I just finished moving into my new house, Casper mattresses top to bottom. Now they have sheets. Now they have pillows. Everything about Casper is fantastic. I have have a little pool in my house. They're sending me a a Casper pool mattress. I mean, it's really, really nice. Go to casper.com. You want to sleep good. You want to sleep comfortably. Guaranteed at Casper.com. And if you don't like it, they'll pick it up and donate the mattress or recycle it to somebody else who appreciates a great night's sleep.
1: Yo, I
0: have one story, man. I have a story.
1: Uh, I got one of the greatest teachers, man. Uh, A lot of motherfuckers don't don't think this is a great teacher, but I think she is. Uh, That Houston teacher Mm. that uh, was having... uh, Relations with a male student, 13-year-old yes. student. Yes. Daily. Yeah, shit. And, 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 and everybody's lambasting her.
0: She's on the but run, I'm apparently.
1: Saying, yeah, but I'm saying, do you know what that teacher could teach you? Mm. by? You know what I mean? Like, what a lucky
0: young man. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Like, like, he's 13, she's 24. Mm. And, and cute, pretty. Bad. Huh. Now
1: imagine, imagine, you in class, you're doing calculus, and homegirl is after you, and she's teaching you sexuality. Uh. You see, and, 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 and they they really going to put her in jail, but she loves him, and he loves her.
0: Yes, yes. No, I, so, I I get it. She's on the lamp. She's like Thelma and Louise out there, right? I, yeah. I, think, I believe her name is Vera. Vera, Vera something. Vera Rodriguez or something. I can't remember. I don't fact check. If you never listen to the Iron Rap Podcast, it's very true. We don't fact check anything. Leave them people alone. Let her go. <laughs> Which people?
1: Uh, the 13-year-old. Because he didn't say it was abuse. <laughs> He's freaking off. Man, do you know what I would...
0: Woo. Again, Moody, you never were uh, um, propositioned by any teachers growing up? Never?
1: I, I, I would have been married to her already. Uh-huh. You know that. Okay. I, I would have proposed to her as soon as she said, come to my house.
0: Yes, I get it. I understand. Um, yeah. You know, the, 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 the gentleman who uh, received the first uh, penis transplant, mm. he, he left the hospital, uh, so I wanted to just salute him. Thomas Manning. He left the Massachusetts hospital uh, three weeks after a, a grueling fifteen surgery. You know, you know where he lives. Where in Halifax, Canada, where, where my brother lives. The the, the great uh, Professor Rappaport, Professor Eric Rappaport, is a, is a is a teacher at the university in in Halifax. This gentleman <laughs> lives in Halifax, who I would love. To to take this man out to dinner and, 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 and congratulate him and wish him a healthy, happy life. Uh, we, 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 he, you know, obviously he, he. This wasn't just a penis transplant for shits and giggles. This guy uh, dealt with cancer, so he's a miracle that he's alive. And I would love. You have an open invitation, anytime, any place. I'd love to take you for a steak meal. Um, I, I, I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you got a new loaf. And a new lease on life, and, and and in this case, it's a new loaf on life, huh? The word, you, you yeah, know what I'm man. saying? You see how I did that there?
1: <laughs> I like that. You got to give this guy props for uh, really uh, taking the uh, the bull by the horn and shit, man, and 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 really getting a loaf and doing what he got to do, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I I'm glad he's healthy, and I'm glad the surgery went good. Um, and and uh, uh, this brings me to, to one of the new segments I wanna, uh, 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 we wanted to open up this episode of the Iron Report Stereo Podcast. It's called um, White People Who Make White People Look Bad. Um, and we don't have theme music for this yet, but it, I, I have a feeling this is going to be um, a, a, a worldwide uh, a segment and a worldwide phenomenon. It's called White People That Make White People Look Bad. So last week, this dumb fuck in Staten Island, I mean, this poor bastard wanted to commit suicide. And you know how he tried to do it? This fucking asshole. Right. He tried to blow himself up with fireworks. See, this is a white person that makes all white people look bad. You're making us all look bad. You look fucking nuts, my man. Okay, and and he seriously injured himself. But now this poor prick has to live with the fact that 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 he's the first person ever to be named white people that make white people look bad. And he like he like mutilated his face. I think he stuck an M eighty in his mouth, and, and and he had a couple in his hand. He's trying to kill himself. You you got to be a real asshole if that's the way you're trying to kill yourself. I mean, all Damn. you did. I mean, just the pain that this guy is suffering through now. Uh. uh it is just terrible. So he's the first person. Congratulations on that. Another example of a white person that makes white people look bad is a guy. Uh, I, I have to say, I, I wanted to, to, to hear this with you. Now, I, I've talked about uh, having to uh, use the bathroom in public, uh, and, and I would never ever do this. But I've I've admitted that there's been moments in my life as an adult male that that I've I've had to sneak, uh, you know a steamer in, in public. Now, no one's ever seen me. I I have this down to a science. I, I have, um, copywritten my three point, uh, protection plan when you're doing this, which is basically minimizing the chances of ever getting caught. But a drunken dude in Ohio, he was in, uh, some food chain, uh, uh, and, and walking around. He was obviously drunk, talking to himself, talking shit, talking greasy. um, and he he went to the checkout line with his speech, you know, slurring, smelling like uh, alcohol. And at the checkout line, this animal took a shit. A- 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 and it's kind of like a righty type of place, or, or, or you know, like a, like it's a, a, a pharmacy. He took a shit at the checkout line. They called they called the cops, and 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 he was arrested. As he, they probably put him in the cooler to cool off. And, and, you know, put him in a man diaper And got him away. Right. Another example, white people That make white people look bad So, <laughs> so I want to just point that out as con- Congratulations, and um, You know, it's a brand new segment Here on the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast <laughs> This award is earned, not given It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week This guy's really sick Lock him up How could you do it? Don't let him out Damn, you fucked the door? You what? You fucked the dog? Well, why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did. What? No! 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 no. no. I got some shit rap. Oh, uh, you got a sick fuck of the week?
1: Crazy shit. This okay. Unusual. A guy. Uh gave up his life mm. to live as a fucking goat.
0: What the... What are you talking about? <laughs> he
1: gave... Yo. He gave up he his saw, life? Yeah. He, 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 he saw a dog in the street, right? And the dog seemed so happy and careless. It inspired him. So he got a million-dollar grant to study goat psychology. He made... He had prosthetics made, he had a fake stomach made, and an outfit,
0: and he was roaming the countryside with goats. And he and said, They gave this the asshole goats- a million dollars? Yeah. Uh, well, then we have to question, he might not be the sick fuck of the week, he might be the smart fuck of the week.
1: <laughs> no, he ain't smart, because he went through with the goat shit. He's supposed to take that, that money
0: and kick off. And, and just bounce. The goats. Oh, all right. I I, 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 could get that. What about these dudes? That, speaking of sick fucks of the week, there's a documentary on an entire, entire group of people, men and women that are. They, they call themselves the secret, the the, the human pups. And there's a, a real documentary coming out called "The Secret Life." As if this is a secret. This shouldn't be a secret. I'm glad they're they're making a documentary. First of all, yeah, these fucks. In this documentary, they should all be put on a list and red flagged, yeah. okay? Because you need to watch out for people like this. They, these people—they want to live their lives as dogs. They—they they have puppy play, huh? It's called puppy play. Yeah, no, it's called the <laughs> sick fuck of the week, okay? It's—it's it, it's, it, it, there's something called the BDSM community, and it, it's exploded. And, and, yeah. and, 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 it, and, and of course, the Internet is where these people, these like minded people reach out to each other and they find yeah. each other and they, they, they dress up like like dogs and, and they have leather, leather, you know, outfits and costumes and they're different kind of dogs. Now, you know what you do with these assholes? Put them around some <laughs> some real dogs that that, that ain't about that fo- silly shit. Let them get bit in the ass a couple of times. And that, that'll, that'll that'll take you out of wanting to be a, a, a puppy. You're not a puppy. All right. Freak show. You're not a dog with your letter mask and you got your rubber bone in your mouth. That's not dog. OK, yeah. you're a freak. OK. One of these guys was crowned Mr. Puppy UK. Yeah, right.
1: Like like they they be on this shit like they it's usually a gay relationship. The handler and the pup, the guy dressed as a puppy are usually in a, uh, a relationship.
0: This is some sick shit. This is where we going now. Yeah, this is, and they're celebrated and they get a movie written about them and a movie, a movie told about them. Now the real sick fucks of the week, this was disturbing. Now, now we're not, we're not, uh, you know, like big time animal people here. Um, I love dogs. I love cats. I support anybody that supports and takes care of animals, um, you know, I, 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 I said I love cats. I actually, I don't sure. love cats, but my mom is a cat person. I actually don't trust those little fucks at all. I'm, I'm scared of cats, but I don't yeah. want anybody abusing cats. And sicker than abusing a cat. These three teenage girls, and again, I don't know what it is about Florida. These three teenage girls in Florida, and you know what? They are young, so what though? This is sick. And these are probably the youngest sick fucks of the week. They videotaped themselves taking their, 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 pet, their pet bunny, their, their bunny rabbit, and throwing it against the wall. Damn. You're a sick fuck, okay? Word. I don't care that you're 13 and 14. They were giggling and laughing and then posted the video as the Damn. bunny was trying to escape. They threw a little helpless rabbit against the wall over and over and over. Jesus. Horrible. Terrible, terrible. Uh, so uh, that's the sick fuck of the set. We're you know it's like things are getting so crazy that we're 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 at three sick fucks of the week in one week. I mean that that I think I believe that's a record, or I think we tied the record. But it's just yes. it's just terrible. And you know when we when we talked about the gentleman with the penis, uh, the 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 loaf a uh, transplant, we didn't salute him and say all loaves matter. Um, oh, were. But I, I, I wanted to, to wanted to bring uh, all loafs matter up again because first of all, during the NBA Finals, uh, there's been a lot of a lot of loaf a lot of loafing around. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, Draymond Green kicked uh, Steven Adams. Uh, I, I know it was on per- purpose, Draymond. I'm glad you guys won the series. I didn't think that was necessary. Um, Stephen Adams, of course, comes from a father who spawned how many kids? Nineteen kids. Yeah. So so basically what you did, Draymond, is, is you're jeopardizing the balls of a guy, of a great coxman. Steven Adams is obviously going to turn himself into a great, great coxman. He's from a lineage of great coxmen. His father is a world-class coxman. What the fuck? What is that? Wheezy. Wheezy, get up. Sit down. My dog, Wheezy. He's out of his mind. He's been moving. I had to put him in the doggy hospital. For I mean the doggy daycare he's all whacked out of his tree he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I have fucking uh, wait 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 no good wait 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 hold on. I'm not done here I'm not done with the okay, loaves, my ahead. friend you, you you can't jump jump ship on the loaves. I want to give I'm these sorry. people the respect they deserve sorry yeah, it's okay so Draymond I, I I'm glad that you guys are kicking the Cavaliers ass but I know what you did with Stephen Adams and 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 he, it's not cool to kick any man in the dick uh uh whatever what's the first name of this guy Devanova Villadno. what the fuck is his name on the Cavaliers uh
1: uh fucking Delhi, I call him Delhi
0: delhi Dela he smacked yeah. Iguodala point blank in the loaf after game one, I mean during Dang. game one, point blank it was seen and and thank God the referees made the right decision because Igudala gestured like he was gonna hit him and 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 della Vidova, you fuck. I don't care if it's the NBA Finals. I don't care if it's a heavyweight fight. If you hit a man in the balls, I don't care if it's in competition. If it's accidental, you apologize. You don't just stand there and be all smug and be like, yo, I don't apologize. No, that means you either did it on purpose or, or you liked it. Work. Okay, Or you liked it. So he didn't Work. apologize. The refs didn't give Igudala a technical. I think they actually gave um, uh, Dele Vadova a, a flagrant one as they should have. They should have tossed him out of the game and suspended him because he didn't apologize. Because then it makes it seem like you might have did it on purpose. Okay, you're, you're not a tough-nosed, hard-nosed competitor for not apologizing for hitting Igudala in the balls. That's true. That's not fresh. So all That's of Smatter— what what happened? That sucker shit. Yeah, dude. that sucker shit. You could apologize yeah. and still be a tough competitor. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then this gentleman uh, who plays baseball. You know, we're not big baseball people here. But this poor guy, the Orioles catcher, um, I believe his name is Caleb Joseph. Caleb Joseph. <laughs> he, he yeah, got, I heard about this. <laughs> he got hit in the balls, and he's been put on the DH, um, and, and he needs to get surgery. This is not funny. All loaves matter. Word of mother. All loaves matter. So I'm wishing this guy a speedy recovery. I don't laugh or make jokes about any of this stuff. Uh, I don't think it's funny. I don't think people cutting dicks is funny. Uh, Men, women, or anybody in between. Which brings me to to my fourth and final all loaves matter uh, (laughs) comment of the week. I don't know if you heard of this, Monetti. What's up? A Russian man... Chopped his friend. That's his friend. Mm. They were drunk. Of course, you, there's always alcohol involved. They, they these guys were drunk. They were on a binge, a drinking binge, and and then somehow or another, they had a dick a dick competition. They they, they wanted to to see who had, who had the bigger the bigger the bigger package. Gee, and, and, and is the, that
1: really the, his friend?
0: Yeah, I don't know what kind of friends this is, but. After the one guy realized that the other guy was packing more heat than him, he took a fucking axe and chopped his dick off. This is real. All loaves matter. And they're only giving him eight years in jail if he's convicted. No, no. He he should be stoned. Yeah. No, that's not okay. Okay, that's not okay. Now, there was a lot of alcohol involved. I don't know where your mind goes to when you're drunk. I'm not a big drinker. uh, But... I don't want to be hanging around anybody that where the potential for them to take an axe and cut this dick off would ever come up. But, but also, you have to ask yourself, why is why is the dicks out? We just D- drink and the game. Why are your dicks out? <laughs> right, right. How is that? And you, these guys are these are not twenty year old guys. These are fifty two year old guy and a forty seven year old guy. But but the, the sad thing is is that one man lost his loaf. And again, I just want to say it. All loaves matter I mean they, they they do all loaves matter welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it.
1: now mm-hmm. in the in the uh, uh, legal Category. We have a yes, sir. We have a no good judge.
0: Oh man, what happened now?
1: The no good judge Aaron Persky. Where is he? Get gives a convicted savage racist only three months in prison. Think about that. This guy raped. uh, An unconscious woman and the barbarian, unfair, so-called judge said that prison—he's been convicted. He said that prison will have a severe impact on him.
0: No shit! Of course it will.
1: And he said, also, I don't think that he will be a danger to others. You see? You see what we're talking about? That's what we're talking about. We're showing. We we we, we want to highlight the vast bullshit. This guy is a convicted rapist. The guy gave him three, three months. This is a savage barbarian judge.
0: Animal who should be locked up. Yeah, he should be be let him be locked up with the the guy. He, he's in there for three months and see how that works out for you.
1: Yo, this guy. If you if you see this case, this is a. Uh, Brock Turner, he uh, was convicted of three felonies in oh, three months. See, this is what we mean by no good judges no who, good. Will, who will fucking uh, uh, give all these sense, like like a slap on the wrist. Right. And we know why you're doing it.
0: Right. We know why. And, and speaking of a slap on the wrist, did you hear about this this guy? This guy, this is a dumb fuck. This asshole, you dumb fuck. There's a guy who spent five months in Rikers Island without knowing his bail was just $2. You dumb fuck. You stupid <laughs> cocksucker, you. This this prick spent five months on the island, the island wow. where nobody's smiling. He was acquitted nice. of bail jumping in a Supreme Court... He had been held on 25... He, he, he could have got out for two bucks. But he, I don't know if this asshole couldn't read or he should, he should sue his lawyers to do something. Because this asshole spent five months on the island, Rikers Island, where shit is not sweet. Like Cool G-Rap said, you won't be smiling on Rikers Island. Yeah, and you know what? That, that, that critic that we, 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 uh, we, we, we talked about earlier, he needs to listen to some Cool G-Rap. Work. And, and, and try to try to talk greasy about g rap and polo, and, and see if some yeah. of these old cats don't come out of the woodworks. He, he might get like stepped to by De La Soul. De La Soul's, yo, think 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 what you want to think with the Daisy Age and all that shit. Trust me, the De La Soul dudes get busy. So if they, they may want to come out of, you know, I know they're they're older and they, they they lost the like lost the beat as we all do, and they're chill and they're all the positive and all that stuff. But he, Maceo from De La Soul, he's lucky. He, he he would never say any of that shit. Yo, your first album is whack, dude. Get the fuck out
1: of
0: here. Let me handle
1: that. Uh, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, all those groups from that era are the guys who springboarded hip-hop music to where it is today. Right. Right? So you have Melly Mel, you have Teesky Valley, you have all these guys, early 80s. And then we get it in 86, 87. They grab the baton, and they take it to another level. So
0: you can never diss these people. Ever. You can never diss them. I I guarantee you this asshole never listened to Eric B and Rakim. I never listened to any of it. He never listened to the jungle. But he doesn't even know who the Jungle Brothers are. I guarantee you this guy doesn't know who they are. He doesn't know who the beatnuts are. He doesn't know any of that shit. He's just a a hipster fuck who's talking about he does yoga. But... There's no such thing as a black hipster.
1: Motherfucker, you, you, you don't got the money to have that. Right. Motherfucker, it's ethnic cleansing. Mm. If they come into your neighborhood, that's it, without the violence. Mm. You a black hipster. Get the fuck out of here, yo.
0: Audible.com is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial membership and a free audio book. Just go to audible.com forward slash Rappaport, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, and browse over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash Rappaport. They got all sorts of content Free apps for the iPhone, iPad, Android, and Windows phone. Download and listen on an iOS device. Android, Kindle Fire, Windows phone, and over 500 MP3 players. Unlike streaming or rental services, with Audible, you own your books. I just I just downloaded a book by Chuck Klosterman. Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Get a free 30-day trial and a free audio book at www.audible.com forward slash rap I love this app. Reading is important. You got to keep your mind fresh. I'm on this fucking phone enough. Okay? Get off the phone. Get off the computer. Put the remote control down and read a book, everybody. We got to keep the minds healthy. We got to keep the minds fresh.
1: Bill Cosby is going to prison.
0: You think he's going to go to prison or you think he's going to pass before he goes to prison?
1: No. He's going to jail and you're going to see the perp walk. You're going to see everything, and then he's going to, unfortunately, pass in prison.
0: Well, if he did all that foul shit, he,
1: he's that, got what that's, he, that's what it is. That's that's what's happening. Um, Homegirl got an audio tape of money on some grimy shit.
0: Yeah, it, it's no good. It's no it's good. No
1: good. So that's what's going to happen, and then that's
0: it. All right, Monetti, let's get into this NBA finals cuz you sent me a text this weekend and 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 I want I want I didn't bring anything up. I wanted to save it for the podcast. Oh. You told me on the the text, fuck Golden State. I'm rocking with LeBron, yo. That was the exact text. Fuck. Now what? I know you love Golden State and I know you love Steph and all them. You actually what? hit me to Steph his his freshman year at Davidson. So you exp- right. you you told me about him. I remember when he was still at Davidson. You were like, "Yo, Del Curry got a son who's playing at, at Davidson, and he's ill." So right. I I know you're a fan, but you you mean to tell me because th- th- this is like uh, this was a shocker to me. I didn't even respond. Fuck okay. gold. You actually said fuck GSW. I'm rocking with LeBron. How do you feel yeah. now, asshole? That you're down two games to none.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. If you if you remember. Uh, Doc and and, and uh, Moses and all that other shit back in the 80s, uh, the home team always wins the, uh, the first two games. The third game is the most important game. So if LeBron loses and that
0: team loses the next game, Cleveland, it's a wrap. No you shit. You, you think you're saying something that's like, are you just like a, a groundbreaking like, theory here? No shit. No, no, if they're no, down 3-1, no, it. it's a wrap.
1: No, no, check it. But we, me and you uh, play ball. We understand the playoff. You've got to win. Uh, the first two games are always going to go to the home team. You're lucky to split. You're lucky to split. Right. This game
0: is the most important game. So if LeBron gets that, then it's a series. Well, obviously, listen, I'm not putting anything past the Cleveland Cavaliers. No. Uh, because they could obviously tie this shit up very fast, just as fast as they got down to uh, 0-2. But but the way those first two games looked, uh, it don't look that good. Okay? Nah,
1: nah, nah. Fuck that, man. Well, nah, 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 what? I don't
0: understand basketball, dude. Oh, uh, what do you? I don't understand it. I fucking understand. I don't even think you're watching the games out there in the fucking Bronx. Uh, no,
1: check it. A lot of motherfuckers don't understand basketball. Of course, Doc and Moses always went down at two. You know, it's part of the fucking game, man. Right. It's part of it's part of the 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 uh, the, the drama of basketball. We're going to see these motherfuckers when they come to Cleveland, and I guarantee you, they're going to tie this shit up. And yo, it's going seven.
0: You're bugging, the man. Block, all right, here, you want to make you want to make a little wager? You want to make a little like cuz I didn't we make a bet at one point where you and me like one of us had to scream on the subway. I, I lost the bet and I had to go on the subway. Now, you're you're a lot shyer than I am. Uh no, no. No, uh, no, no, no. No, I'm not, bro. Okay, okay. So the bet is this. Don't I got Golden like I got I got a good Golden State. You got the the the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. The, the 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 asshole who loses needs to get on the the, the 4 train and say the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is about that life. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is about that life at a, at a very audible, high level, uh, voice ratio. You yeah, agree. I, I I agree. I'm with it. I got Cleveland to win it. And if you don't, you got to go on the four train with me, videotaping, and you're gonna say, the Iron Rapport. The Iron po-
1: Rapport Podcast is about that life, loud as fuck. Okay. Um, you heard about that uh, Idaho. Uh, football players that raped this retarded black kid with a fucking hanger.
0: Yo, that goes in the sick fuck of the week. Sick fuck, Again, sorry to break it out of order. Again, cue the music. (laughs) This award is earned, not given. It's called... Actually, you know what? Some of these sick fucks, they don't even get the theme song. Cut the music. These people don't even get the theme song. You're you're not worthy of a theme song. Um, Think about it, man.
1: These, these, these little fucking towns, you know, they be kicking all that, yo, we Christian and all that. Yeah. Yo, y'all motherfuckers are savages, man. Yeah. Yo, that, that, that whole crew that did that to that, that retarded kid, you're going to get worse when it's all said and done. Yeah,
0: when it's all done and said and all said and done, you're going to get worse. Hey, you're speaking get of worse. your Cleveland Cavaliers, I wanted to ask you a question. What do you think compelled your guy, Iman Shumpert, to get a jerry curl in between games one and two? Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I've, I've never had the, the, the pleasure of getting a jerry curl. This is like a, a thing you need to go to the saloon um, and a get. saloon. Salon, motherfucker. The, the salon. He had, to, he had to go to the salon, and, and I'm, obviously it took a lot of thought. So while he was in Golden State, in between games one and two, he went to a salon and said, uh, hook me up with a jerry curl after losing the first game convincingly. And he, it's not like he scored 60 points in game one. It was like, yo, I'm going to show my ass game right. two and come in with my shit dripping. No, that wasn't the case. You, I used to, this guy had potential to be a really good player, Shumpert. He was a really uh-huh. tough defender, and I don't know what, what, the, what would compel a professional basketball player who's not playing well to bring that sort of attention to themselves. And some of these guys would be like, yo, basketball's not my life. Okay, I get that, but it is your fucking job. And it, right. is, it is a once-in-a-lifetime, you're, you're a diamond in a rough if you have the opportunity to play in the NBA, and it doesn't last forever. And the fact that you're thinking about getting your hair done... In between games one and two shows me you your team your team now, Moody, ain't ready for this <laughs> shit. Second. That's why he's doing it.
1: He wants attention because he's riding the pine. You see? So he put on that Cisco shit. He's getting he getting five minutes in the game. So if it's the final, you gotta you gotta imagine. He's walking in with all the stars. Oh. So so why not? Try to do something that would garner attention. We play ball. If you're not getting no burn, you are an asta right? So why is he fixing his hair?
0: <laughs> right. He look at his shit, to- looking like Boogaloo Shrimp. He looks crazy. He looks like that means he was uh uh
1: in in the hotel putting on the s curl. Of burning his hair and, and flopping it over his eyebrow.
0: Yo, if because Ty he, wants to gain any respect, what he will do before game three in the shoot-around at the Cleveland Arena is he will put Amon Schumper in, in, in half court and be like, yo, you need to cut your shit right now, Duke. If Ty Lue wanted I to would. get respect to that team, that's how he does it. Make Amon Schumper cut that shit.
1: I would. I, I, at some point, you got to take a stand as a coach. Billy Donovan, that's why that motherfucker not in the playoffs now. He had these motherfuckers dancing around. Right. That's why you gone. You had him up 3 1. You see? Now, if you were serious and say, listen, we got to win this shit because we're going to go to the championship, but you didn't do that. No, you Billy. didn't do all that. You had this motherfucker out here dancing and all that old bullshit. Yeah, all that You're old flash. 3 shit. 1. You see?
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Hold on. We'll be right back. Let me hear some funk. All right, Mac Weldon is a New York City-based company that lives and breathes New York. They make the best underwear, t-shirts, socks. At MacWeldon.com. Even soft-ass sweatpants and sweatshirts That are comfortable and wash and dry great They don't lose shape and integrity Comfortable, soft, lightweight materials You can shop online or on your mobile device And check out in less than a minute Go to MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable And look good It's perfect for the guy on the run Or the guy going for a run <clears throat> Personally, I'm a little bit of both Use the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, for 20% off your Mack Weldon underwear, socks, and T-shirts. I can't tell you how comfortable and soft and everything is, is, is tucked and held really nice when you wear the underwears, especially when you wear the boxer briefs. Go to MackWeldon.com. I swear by it, and I wear it every day. Yo, um,
1: Paul McCartney, after spending so much time and, and uh... You know, in the studios and shit with, uh, with this guy, uh, Kanye West. He describes him as a crazy guy and a monster.
2: Yo,
0: let me tell you something. I've had enough of this fucking guy. His, his last record was a brick. I listened to it over and over and over. They're not even playing it on the radio stations. And the radio stations will play anything that has to do with this guy just to appease this guy. And didn't he almost cause a riot in New York City the other day?
1: Yeah, Webster Hall... Uh, it was uh, after uh, our party that was slated, but um, it was so many people and it was wasn't planned. Um, it didn't. Uh, they didn't do it.
0: Listen. So we don't need that shit, in New York City. We got enough problems. Do the shit in Chicago. Yeah. We, we like funky beats. B. Ask
1: Jay Z. We like funky shit.
0: Yeah. You're doing all that. Suck shit. yeah we're not into all that and you know I saw this this uh, this uh, this uh, little documentary short on 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 Vice the vice network which I respect right. but they make it seem like the world's coming to an end I watch HBO's Vice what a depressing fucking show man holy shit. Everything on that, on that HBO's Vice, it, it seems like, the, like literally like you're scared to leave the house. There's like bugs that'll kill you if they bite you. Uh, you can't go to this country. You can't go to that country. There's, there's rape and killings over here. There's rape and killings over there. They're dropping bombs over there. But they have this show on, on Viceland, which is more like a pop, a pop culture show. And they explored um, the, the, the culture in the city of Las Vegas, the good, the bads, and in-betweens. And they, they did this thing on these DJs. These fucking EDM, I don't know if they like to be called EDM or, 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 or Electronica DJs, and they're making millions and millions of dollars in one fucking night. And this one guy, he's a really popular DJ, and I'm not knocking the hustle, God bless him, but his name is Afro Jack. You ever heard of this guy, Afro Jack? Fuck no. Afro Jack don't even have a fucking afro, okay? Which right there is an insult. Why is your name Afro Jack if you ain't got no afro, Duke? Is he a white guy? I don't know if he was white or something. He looked like he might have been Portuguese. I don't know where the fuck he was from. It's called cultural appropriation, my friend. Okay, so but these DJs, they don't even look like they give a shit about the music, the abusive. It's like it's like a mind assault, this music they play. And these people come from all over the country and all over the world to listen to this shit. And they get paid millions and millions. I want my kids to drop out of school... Learn this fucking EDM hardware and become become the EDM DJs. Fuck college. All you need to do is be half half decent uh, looking. You put yourself on a poster, and the next thing you know, you're making a million dollars a night to play smut, mind smut. That's what I call it.
1: Yo, that's what we're going to do. Me and you are going to be EDM
0: DJs. Yo, if anybody wants to sponsor me and Monetti as EDM DJs, just give us a month to learn the software and the next thing you know, we'll be at Vegas. I'll wear a bikini. I don't give a shit. I'll wear a, 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 bana- a, 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 a banana hammock. Me and Moody, will be we'll be called the ba- banana hammock yes. brothers. Because you gotta, I'm telling you right now, you can't just go out there in the soft-ass Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt. you got to get your freak on. But if they're paying you $500,000 a night to play this mind smut, I'll do it. Oh, and before we leave, I want to talk about
1: Durant and Westbrook. Go ahead. You were laughing. Yeah. At my man because you thought you had the series done.
0: Yeah, you thought it was sweet.
1: Right. You were like, oh, he doesn't defend, uh et cetera, et cetera. How does it feel to be uh, up 3-1? About it, about it, motherfuckers win the championship. H- bout it, bout it, motherfuckers. One.
0: Good. That's, a, that's the quote. You know, all this this, this crap they say on the, the pregame and the NBA and TNT, they're all fantastic. But at the end of the day, bout it, bout it, motherfuckers, win the championship.
1: Exactly. So anybody whose work they saw has always closed out the series mm. when it's 3-1. And your identity is that of you are... Loser. Ah, oh, shit. So you you come to the game with your Olivia Nuke john shit on mm. rap. Right? And, and then you're laughing at your, the MVP. Right. You're laughing and giggling at the MVP. Now he's on course to win two championships, and you have none. Uh-huh. I huh? hear you. Right? Yo. So, Westbrook, since you're, you're wearing... Um a lot of clothes from the eighties it seems like. Well, we wore wallabies in the eighties. Right. We wore lords. We wore leaves and they were baggy. So why don't you exhibit that style from New York City? Yeah. And I'm sure in Inglewood they had the motherfucking dickies. Mm. Right? right. They had the dickies. They had all that. You ain't wearing none of that you wearing Olivia Newton-John shit. And they don't B- wear that in nigga. BBDs. Well, you, what you got? in there?
0: What? Uh, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is proudly sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or a concert. It's easy and fast. It helps find you the best deal for an event that you want to go to. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Trust me, if you're looking for tickets to an event, a fight, a ball game, and you want honest, upfront prices, go to SeatGeek. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. Unlike StubHub, SeatGeek shows you the full ticket price from start to finish and never surprises you at the end with huge fees and all kinds of craziness at the checkout. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the free SeatGeek app. Go to the Settings tab and click Add a Promo. Enter the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you made your first purchase. Download the free app and enter the promo code Rappaport. Trust me, if you want to try to get tickets to the finals, I would go to SeatGeek. NFL's coming up. Go to SeatGeek. Any concert, (laughs) any event, go to SeatGeek.com. I love it. I can't tell you how much it saved me money. Every single time my kids want to go somewhere, I go to SeatGeek. You should too. Takes all my work and hassle out of shopping for tickets. All right, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. I'm sorry that we got interrupted earlier uh, by that collect call from Bizarro Steph Curry. Uh, I don't know how we're going to try to help this guy out. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to Western Union him or something. I don't know how do you bail somebody out from a prison in downtown Tucson. Uh, not my problem. Uh, you know, I, I would think he would have people that could help deal deal with these deal with these kinds of things. But for some reason, he, he, he wants to call me and, and make everything like I had something to do with it. Um, yo, the next episode after this classic is an interview on 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 game day for Game Three with the great Rod Strickland. Yo, oh, Rod Truman Strickland. High school. Yo, I, I, I can't tell you how excited I was to talk to him. Iconic NBA player. He's Kyrie Irving's uh, He's Kyrie Irving's godfather. Great stories. He's a coach. Coached uh, under Calipari a- a- in college, yeah. and now he's assistant coach at another school in Florida. I got to ask him everything. He was he was fantastic to talk to. So that's the next episode. Soft-ass cool. I Am Rappaport. Hard-body karate t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rappaport. My name is The Gringo Mandingo. My partner is... And that's your partner. I'm sorry. My, my co-host is... Zivo Netty. And this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're going to take you out with some funk right here.